Hey everybody, welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, the show about anything and everything because it's our show. I'm here with Juan. Hey, hey. And Jay. Hello. And I'm Sean. And this is our theme music. Yeah, not that. Hey everybody, welcome back to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, episode 7 from season 2. Guys, we're uh, we're in episode 7 of season 2. Who who would have thought? Who would have thought? I mean, I think that makes us 14. The 17. 17? 17. Oh, see, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't go to school. I grew up too fast. I grew up too fast. Um, 17 in dog years. 17 in dog years. Fuck my life. Um, that means we're... 87. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. 17 in dog years are 87. Is that really how dogs age? Well, they usually die around 12, 15 years old. So. Fuck. We're on the way out, guys. <laughs> We're on the way out. Yeah. Um, so my week has been fairly, fairly uh, uneventful. Um, I got cats this week, which, uh, yeah. yeah it, what? What? How many cats? Did you, you know have? the original plan. He's a crazy cat guy now. Oh uh, no no no! I really, I want to be referred as <clears throat> as the cat daddy. <laughs> oh hello, cat daddy. Um, I the plan. Why not the uh, oh, why my. not the pussy cat daddy? Uh, because that's vulgar and defensive. <laughs> um, the original plan, Jay, was get to cat. get was to get <laughs> was to get one cat for my daughter who wanted a cat, a black and white cat named Joey. Didn't. <laughs> It was very specific. I don't know why, um, but then we ended up getting uh, another cat where my my wife had a bleeding heart for. She was like, "I don't know what's going to happen to this cat if we don't take her." So now we have two cats. We have a cat named Onyx, who is a black tor- tor- tortoise shell tortoise shell cat, which basically means that it's a cat with a bunch of different colors mm-hmm. in it. Uh, and then we end up getting a little black, white, and gray cat, uh, or a black and gray cat with uh, a white and gray cat with black stripes named Joey. Um, my my daughter has gone Elvira on uh, Elmira on some of them. So if you're familiar with Tiny Tunes, she just wants to love them, hug them, and squeeze them and pet them. And Jesus, we have to rip the cat away from her before she kills them. <laughs> what what was the cat, uh, first cat's name? Onyx. Onyx and Onyx. Joey. Yeah. Oh yeah. man, dude, I hope you like cleaning because cats are disgusting, man. You you know, it's been it's been a whole seven days, seven days. You know how much cat shit I've cleaned up? A lot. Yeah. Do you still have a a cat, Jay? Yeah. I have uh, Grizabella. <laughs> what was the cat that ran away? Uh, Fudge. Thank you for bringing painful memories back into my life. <laughs> yeah. No, Juan, you're not allowed to talk anymore. No, here, here's <laughs> the thing. You want to hear painful memories? Oh, yeah. Let, let, let's talk more about painful memories. Yeah. Let, this let's, let's this mother right effer, now. when I lived with him, because there was a short time that Jayco and I were roommates, I had spent, I don't know how many hundred dollars or what so on an aerospace air mattress, five in one. It was like a sofa, an air mattress, and everything. This motherfucker decides to get a cat. I get a little kitty cat, a kitten. And my air mattress slash sofa slash lounger that was in the living room suddenly started deflating. And I go, how's air escaping? So I kept on like pumping it up with air, pumping it up every day until I realized that there were little holes on the back of the sofa and I go dude Jay I think your cat fucking made holes punctured holes in my sofa and he goes oh yeah I, I was kind of hoping you would have noticed 
You were some kind of detective. Well, okay. To- First of all, um, that wasn't like a like space ma- uh, mattress or space furniture. That was beach furniture. Whatever you you got that that fucking um, <laughs> inflatable. It was branded as aerospace. Inflatable couch mattress. That was something that you take to the the beach that you wanted to showcase as like uh, living room furniture. You know, it was very tacky. <laughs> Um, How old were you? Like you're like eighteen? Like, no, I, we were in our twenties, right, Jay? Yeah. And second of all, I didn't, I didn't want this cat. They gave it the my brother gave this cat to me um, for my birthday. Oh yeah. So it was a kitten, and uh, they gave it to me, and I, I did not, I did not want a cat. I didn't want the responsibility of having a pet, but you know, I. I took and the cat was not litter trained either. Uh, the cat was a little rambunctious. Um. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I, so the this week I, I've had the cats. Um, the, I've learned that cats are just a rather a, amount of engagement for me. Uh, they <laughs> they only want attention when they want attention, and I only want to deal with them when I want to deal with them. So it's perfect. The only thing is that they're like little they're like little kids who like well shit we're like go shit and go well you get better clean it up otherwise I'm not gonna shit there again. Yeah. So it's, it's outside of that it's, it's been gross, great, man. You know that the, the, the cat that I have. Um, I see her every once in a while, you know, I don't, I don't see her every day. Um, but sometimes she'll hang out in the living room and then we'll catch eyes and then I'll go, Hey, and then she'll go, Oh, Hey. And that's about it. That's our interaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think my cat once left a note that said, uh, this has been here for a week. It was like, Hey, just leave the door unlocked, please. So I can get back in. <laughs> like, like, well, just use your key. I don't know where my key is. I lost it. Juan, how's your week been, man? Uh, it's been rather chaotic because much like you, I, I got a cat. That's right. I picked up three cats that day. <laughs> Damn, dude. Um, not by choice. I, my my house is turning into a zoo with three little Tasmanian devils, uh, three dogs, a snake, and a cat. Uh, the only animals I claim are the snake and one dog. The rest are my, oh, and the three little Tasmanian devils. And uh, the rest of the animals are my wife's. I am not a cat person. I dislike cats. Uh, but my wife has been wanting a cat for the longest. And now we have one with an M on, on its forehead that we call Monster. Wait, who cleans up all the animal stuff? Uh, I do with then the dogs, your, the snake. <laughs> uh, I have not done the, uh, the snake. I mean the snake, the cat yet. Uh, my wife has been actually very on top of the, uh, of the cat. But I'm the one that feeds and takes care of the dogs, the snake, cleans up after them, does all that stuff. So, yes, those dogs and snake are mine. Uh, but the cat is officially my wife's and my wife's only. Um, I feel like she loves that cat more than she loves me. That's fair. And the cat has a uh, natural hatred towards my older dog, Charlie, and a dislike for my son. Uh, probably because he sees my son as another two-legged dog that Wait, tries to like shake him how, do, how does he uh, showcase his hatred uh he growls he starts growling and if charlie gets too close to him he'll hiss he hasn't hissed at my son uh and he's uh, uh swatted at my son try to scratch uh, not at my son charlie to try to scratch him uh, you know, it, it was getting hard to tell for a moment because uh, all of your animals with the exception <laughs> of the cat have human names <laughs> i have charlie 
Lucy and Ricky. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, and I, Sammy. Yeah, I would have thought that they were like real people living in your house. Like, why <laughs> Why is this guy named Sammy just swatting at your son? Dude, he yeah. just takes in a bunch of people. <laughs> well, Monster is swatting. Monster. Yeah, yeah. The one person without a, a human name. Jesus Christ. Well, man. he has he has an M on, on the forehead, which my wife thought was like unique. But then you were Mr. Killjoy and decided to send pictures and videos of other cats with M's on their I, forehead. Wait, I it, has a, it has an M? Like yeah, yeah. The fur is shaped in an yeah. M, or are these branded yeah. with an M, like a. No, the fur is shaped with an M, an M. It's actually pretty adorable, and the cat is actually very sweet. Sure, you just described the sweetest cat in the world, yeah. <laughs> if you say so. Named monster, no, uh, if you say so. Yeah, but aside from getting the cat, uh, it, it was my wife's birthday weekend, and then Valentine's Day, so it, it was pretty, pretty bu- busy in the Ledesma house. That's right. It was Valentine's weekend. That's gross. Yeah, Valentine weekend. <laughs> How about you, Jay? How's your week, man? Uh, it's pretty good. I uh, was doing a lot of Zoom shows. I actually got accepted to a comedy festival in March. It's uh, for the a- AMG Comedy Festival, so I'm going to do that in March. It's t- it's happening virtually. Oh, I was, is- I was I was just going to ask if it was going to happen virtually or um or if it was going to happen in person because like you know March is in the future where people think things would just magically be better. <laughs> no, you know that actually there's there's people that are actually doing uh, live comedy out there. They're going to like open mics and uh, I think that they're all outdoors right now. But mm-hmm. uh, I, I've I've run into some uh, comedians on Zoom and they're like uh, they're like hey are you doing the open mics and I was like. Uh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's AM, AM, AMG? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's an acronym they gave him to, to name the thing. Where is this comedy festival normally if we weren't in pandemic times? Or is this something that spawned off during the I have, pandemic? I have no idea. I It's on Earth? <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a message from uh, on Instagram. And they were promoting uh, their festival, and they they're trying to get comics to to oh. um, uh, submit. So I was like, oh, I'll just submit, you know, see if I get in. And then I got in, you know. That's awesome. Well, congratulations. Thanks, Good luck. Um, hey, since you wouldn't do open mics, uh, what about one of those uh, uh, drive-in shows? Would you do that? One of those? Um, I I don't know. I mean. First of all, I don't want to drive anywhere, you know, like, <laughs> um, and plus drive in movie theaters freak me out. <laughs> but the, those are po- popping up a lot now. Like I've seen on, on Instagram and TikTok and uh, Facebook that uh, uh, a lot of people are doing comedy shows and drive-ins now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I would probably do it, but I, I'd probably get freaked out a little bit from the honking and and the darkness um <laughs> i can't tell if they're honking because they like me or they hate me it's all the same to me actually they're honking because they hate me or they're honking because they like me i, I don't care <laughs> it means they're listening it means they're listening as long as i get a reaction whether it's good or bad it, it doesn't matter to me anymore <laughs> so if people wanted to see you at the amg amg festival how, how can they do that um I'm I'm sure there's a Zoom link that they're gonna send me <laughs> to send out to people, um, but right now I I don't have any more information than, hey you're in, <laughs> <laughs> hey you've been accepted to what I don't know man wizard school, 
you know what? If if he comes back able to do magic, I'm gonna be pity. I'm gonna be pity press. Pity. pity <laughs> who am I? I'm Juan tonight. I'm fucking Juan. Hey, fuck you. I'm gonna be pretty pissed that I can't do magic. I I didn't pick to be a comedian. I'm gonna be the new pen, <laughs> Pendulum. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be awesome. That would be awesome. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean this could be a magic school, and he could come back and do better magic than Juan? I mean, many people do better magic better than Juan. So you know what. I- Juan can do good magic. It's just his presentation is very bland. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Isn't that like 90% of magic presentation? Yeah, but I mean, I mean, Juan can do magic where it's amazing, but it just comes off as, uh, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, that was cool. That was my fuck trick. Fuck you. When was the last time you saw me do a magic trick? Um... Gosh. It was the last time we we recorded the show, and you said that they had given um they had given George Lucas hot water instead of saying that he would be in hot water. That's not a magic trick, you dumb fuck. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know. I just it just seems so amazing that you had messed up that expression. I it's it's a gift of yours, I think. Hon- yes, honestly, rem- it's rem- been so long that we've all hung out together uh, in person that yeah. I I don't remember. Um, maybe it was the last time you we had a barbecue at my my place and you maybe whipped out that coin trick or whatever that's my penis <laughs> that's a very small <laughs> coin it's disgusting <laughs> yeah uh it's all my right least man. favorite trick <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i wouldn't even call it a trick really um, you know what that was the last time when i i made uh, uh that guy uh jason like completely lose his shit remember at your your house several years ago oh yeah yeah jason yeah. farhang I didn't oh, want to say his name. <laughs> well, he's famous now. He's, 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 <laughs> All two listeners now were stock uh, Jason Parker. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, like <laughs> I'm glad we had a good week. Glad we had a good week. Um, before we get into today's topics, everybody, remember you can follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, and Twitter at INCYC Show. You can also email us at INCYC Show at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. So at the end of every show notes, there's a link to let you leave a one-minute voicemail talking about Juan and his inability to speak on Anchor.com. You can talk about him from up, for up to a minute. It's great. It's great. Many people have used this already. One, two people. <laughs> two people. Three people. Three. Three people. Oh, that's right. Girl, that's... Matt, and Sats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. So we actually have three listeners, not I two. I know. <laughs> we're, we're growing, guys. We're growing. Dude, look um, at us. I know. Yeah. Scrappy we're, little startup. We're like a real podcast. <laughs> Scrappy little startup, guys. Yeah. Um, so follow th- us on Kickstarter. Why? Anyway, <laughs> uh, so today's today's topic um, was something I thought would be fun for us to talk about, which is uh, our own guilty pleasures. Things that you uh, you know you for whatever reason you know you think you might be judged for watching it or or having this knowledge. Uh, do either, either one of you guys have any guilty pleasures you'd like to admit today? Yeah, it's pretty pretty embarrassing. Is it that you know Juan? Oh, that's that's probably number two. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Ooh, what's number one? <laughs> you know what? I would like to say fuck you and fuck you. That's a. Uh, I feel like so, that means nothing. So every time you hear the word fuck you out of Juan's mouth tonight, you take a shot. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I yeah, mean, let's save that for the drinking episode. Spoiler alert. Uh, spoiler I like alert. I like to watch. Um, I like to watch the anime that's not very masculine. You know, Sailor Moon, you know, I, I like I here's the thing about <laughs> Sailor Moon. I, I I haven't watched this show, but I have heard the theme song to that show so many times. And 
I do you mind love singing it. it a little bit? I haven't. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard it. Fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight, never running from a real fight. She is the one named Sailor Moon. Yeah, it's great, man. It's so. I've never, I've never heard it in English. You've ne- why no, I just sang it in English. <laughs> what language? This is the first time I hear it in English. What language are you listening to it in? Oh, I, lo- I, I love I it in su- Japanese. If I could, if I could sing it in Japanese, I would sing it in Japanese because it's so much better. But <laughs> so much more emotion. As far as guilty pleasures, uh, I love listening to that song. Like it, like I, I, I will go on YouTube and I, I will find different covers of people singing that song and i will that's pretty intense i will watch it on loop like so (laughs) wait a minute you don't even like you don't even like to sit down and watch the show you could just listen to the theme song over and over and over yeah it's you know it's the same like like i realized um when i watched the thundercats as a kid i think i only watched it because i loved the the theme song so much that it was stuck in my head while I was watching the show that I didn't understand the show at all because the the theme song was playing <laughs> throughout the entire time I was watching it. You know, uh, the theme song that stuck to my to to my um, in my head as a kid, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's everybody. Oh that's, yeah. It's yeah. Really? That, yeah. yeah. I everyone knows that song. It's uh yeah. That's how you learn that Michelangelo was a party dude. Yeah. Cowabunga. Yeah. It's a. Uh, that, that song is great. That song is great. It's definitely like staple '80s like cartoon theme song. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a that was a song you would sing uh, on Saturday morning. <laughs> yeah, you, like yeah, that's like you go you go find a blue rag and put on whatever whatever color rag you want to put on your face to to mimic the turtles. That's how good that Dude, theme song when, was. When uh, you were a the, Leonardo guy, <laughs> I was. When the when the arcade game came out and the theme song played in the arcade. Yeah. I lost my shit, dude. I, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, they they made this happen. <laughs> hey, hey Jay, I have, a, I have a dumb, I have a dumb question. How did you discover that you just loved the Sailor Moon song? Like, did it just get stuck in your head one day? Did you, did you? I mean, you, I mean, you never watched the anime, so how did how did this well, you come across it? The anime would would come on um, like early morning when I was in high school. They would they would play the anime early in the morning, um, and. Like I would hear the the, the theme song for the Sailor Moon. Uh, then uh, I never really watched it, but I that that song just gets stuck in your head. So like years later, it's it's just play- like songs just stay with you, you know, um, for your life. You know, like you know songs, and they'll just come back, and you'll different strokes. <laughs> Are you gonna sing different strokes? No, no. Then why'd you bring it up? Why'd you but bring it up? That's one of the songs that it you know just pops up out of nowhere. I could be driving, and then suddenly I'm like. Whenever I whenever I get a song stuck in my head that from 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 nowhere, it just reminds me of that scene in uh, Inside Out where you know there's people who are working on the memories and they're like, "Oh, we got to put this Triple Mint Gum song back in there." <laughs> triple Mint Gum, and it just goes. That's exa- it, it has to be exactly how it goes in my head. Mind my own fucking business in traffic, and boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how about you, Juan? Uh, Jay had something. Oh no no, go, go ahead. How about you, Juan? You have any guilty pleasures? Well. I, I've said this time and time again. I, I really have no shame. So oh, we know. Uh, all my guilty pleasures, people know it. But uh, uh, and we judge you. There's two that I'm not embarrassed, but I know people judged me. Uh, first one was uh, I was really into Grey's Anatomy for I think two or three seasons. 
So uh, well, stop. Let me stop you right there. Are you a McSteamy or more McDreamy? I don't know the difference. I just know that's a thing. Pick one right now. Uh, uh, McDreamy. I, who who was that? Uh, Patrick Dempsey. That's weird, dude. <laughs> <laughs> why do you why do you know that? Okay. Yeah, but uh, I did watch it for I think two or three seasons, and then I stopped. Uh, and then the other guilty pleasure. Wait, wait. Why did which, you stop? Yeah, did you? Uh, did because you, find, uh, did you were ashamed of yourself. No, I, I just lost interest in the show. Um, wait, wait, wait. Is it because your man crush left the show, or no, no, my my man crush left the show like in like season seven or eight. He got killed off. Was that was McDreamy. that me? Really? <laughs> yeah, he got killed off. I don't know why. I oh. I think uh, in the real world he got a. Uh, uh, did he There get... was a disagreement with the the showrunner. And she's like, "Well, fuck you! I'm killing you." God damn. But uh, I, I like the, um, the the storylines at the very beginning. And then uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, George O'Malley. T.R. Knight left the show. Uh, Isaiah Washington or Isaac Washington. Isaiah Washington. Yeah, uh, uh, got kicked out of the show because of. I, I heard that he was like hard to work with, though. Yeah, but he also said like some derogatory terms about T.R. Knight. Um, and then he at the Emmys, he's like, just so you guys know, I, I didn't refer to him as an F, F so word. I, I, if you stop watching it, what makes this a guilty pleasure? If you started it and then we're, I. Oh, because people criticize me when I first watched it. But I, I love talking about it and everything because it, it was such a not. It wasn't like a guy, a guy's guy show, but it was like the Americanized version of a novella, which I used to love watching as a kid with my mom. I don't understand. I don't. So, do you you don't know what a novella is? No, no, no. I know what a novella is. I just mm-hmm. I don't understand how you how you just stop watching this thing that was a guilty pleasure like halfway like okay I'm done I'm done being a sh- like you know watching this. I, it, it just it went away. If you if if you but say so. like like if I were to sit down if I I was told hey I need to watch Grey's Anatomy I would probably watch the first two or three seasons. It's kind of like Heroes. Heroes, well, you you watch the entire thing, but Jay is like ah, season one is I I'll take that one and drop the rest. I would take probably up to season two of uh, of uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, freaking uh, uh, Dean Morgan, Jeffrey that, Dean Morgan, yeah, was in it as well. Well, I mean, it's not exactly a guilty pleasure if you don't watch everything. Yeah, it's like it's like you were like. You just don't want to admit, like you just said, you admit openly. I just, I'm look. Do you know what a guilty pleasure is? Yeah, I enjoyed watching Grey's Anatomy. No, no, no. no. I yes, I didn't ask you to state what you just. Okay, okay. I don't think Juan knows what a guilty pleasure is, but he thinks it's Grey's Anatomy. Oh, you know, for um, if for like a guilty pleasure, like um, I I will play the the NES game uh, Kid Icarus. Um, it's not the greatest NES game. Uh, but I love it. You know, like I've passed it multiple times. It's it's one of those things where um, I I I know how it goes. It's it's like not the easiest game, but I'll every once in a while, every couple of years, I'll I'll go back and play it, and it's a guilty pleasure. Uh, I don't feel better about myself af- after playing <laughs> the game, and I I'm no no different. But you know, I enjoy like going through it one more time. I didn't know who Kid Icarus was until uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, I know, because uh, they only made uh, the Kid Icarus for Nintendo, the NES, and then they made a Game Boy game, and then for a good like twenty years, he was not um, he was not a character at all in NES games until Smash Brothers. Interesting. Oh. 
<laughs> you sounded so engaged and intrigued no, by that, I, that little just, tidbit of fact. I, I just find it interesting that, like, you didn't know who Rob the Robot was. I, no, and, I did not know. Like, they brought back all these random characters for Smash Brothers, and it makes me think what made them wonder or think, hey, it would be cool to bring these characters back. Well... Nostalgia is very bankable right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can yeah, make so much money bringing shit back. It's true. Steven Spielberg made an entire movie about nostalgia. Oh, yeah. It's called Ready Player One, and it made a lot of money. It did. It's not a great movie. It's not a great it's movie. Not. And it's not. It's not. I enjoyed it. As Fuck far people. as guilty pleasures, that is probably a lot of people's guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah it's, 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 a fun, it's a fun movie to watch. It's a fun movie to watch, but it's like, it's not super great. Like, the, the, book, was, the book was definitely fun, but mm-hmm. like, again, it's like, it's, <laughs> the movie is definitely like, hey, let's cash in on this thing, because he's like, look at all the stuff I did. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, the thing about Ready Player One, um, all, the, all the nostalgia stuff, uh, doesn't just happen with the CGI stuff, you know, because all the video game stuff um, you can point out as like um, p- pop culture references. But the live action stuff, that is uh, Steven Spielberg nostalgic filmmaking. Like it feels mm-hmm. like a, an mm-hmm. old uh, Steven Spielberg action film, uh, which is which is great. And I wish Ready Player One was more of that. Yeah, it was. Um, I mean, it was fun. It, it's like it's like they couldn't figure out. Like how how much I don't know. It's almost like they overdid it, but it, it was still like it was fun to watch. I I would I could watch it again. I yeah, I mean, it it, I can't remember how fun. it ended. Did, what do you mean you can't? Re- you just okay? No, no, I I can't remember. Like it's been a while since I watched it. Uh, but like Ready Player Two came out. Mm-hmm. Could they make the sequel or? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. you have to remember that Ready Player Two basically picks up immediately after the first movie. And then like does a bunch of time skipping, so they doesn't they didn't they didn't close out the first movie in a way that they couldn't have a sequel. Because I I know the movie was slightly different than the, yeah yeah there's there's some strands the that, that were lost. So that's why I was like wondering right now because I ca- I couldn't remember if if the movie ended in a way that they could pick up for Ready Player Two. Yeah, they could. Do you they think? Could. Do you so, think Steven Spielberg will direct Ready Player Two if they decide to greenlight it? Did he direct Ready Player One, or he did, did he? Uh, was he the executive producer only? No, he directed uh, yeah. the live action portions, which wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. So uh, he directed half of the movie, I guess. You think that's his guilty pleasure? He's like, I look, I did the live action parts of this movie. I'm not necessarily proud of it, but it, it, <laughs> I did it. I did it. I um, I have, I have a confession to make, gentlemen. Mm-hmm. I have read the Twilight books. Oh my god. Yeah. That is a very guilty pleasure. Now, you should I, be embarrassed. I, I am. I am. But here's the thing. Here's okay, the thing. Before you continue, did you read them or did you listen to them? I listened I listen to them. I, the even content, worse. the stories is still exactly the same. It, no, but it's even worse. Sure. Okay. It's like somebody's narrating it as a bedtime story to you and you're tucked away and ready to go to Washington I feel like to see glitter ba- uh, vampires. Have you read the Twilight books? No. <laughs> so uh, my my wife had a book club. My wife had a book club, and oh, she wanted as a, as a good as a good yeah, <laughs> and as a good husband. She's like, you should you should read these books so we can talk about them. So I did, I did, I did. I didn't enjoy them, but I do enjoy lording the fact that I can prove that these kids didn't actually love each other. 
<laughs> well. Like, you know, because if, if you know anything about Twilight, you know, it's a love story between a vampire and, and a basic. Wasn't it like a triangle? It was like yeah. Bella, oh. Jacob, and Edward, right? Yeah. Who? Bella? No. Yes, Bella. Jacob. Okay, I think it said Jack Up. I'm like, who the fuck is Jack Up? Jacob you know Jack Edward. Up, right? Yeah. Jacob was uh, <laughs> Jack the up. werewolf, right? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Jacob mm-hmm. was the werewolf, but uh, Jacob was the, uh, you know. <laughs> it, was his, it was his super buff He was the brother. Russian uh, cousin. He was the wild man. I'm yeah. Jacob. Um, <laughs> so I, I have like a, I have a, a deep, I won't say a deep knowledge of, but I have a, a very good knowledge of the Twilight books that like, I'm not necessarily proud that I have, but whenever I talk, whenever people talk about Twilight and how good they are, I can, I, I break it down for them. And tell them that these kids weren't truly in love. And I would do it now, except I feel like it would make me. I, I'm actually kind of curious. Do it now. Wait, I have, I have a question before. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead, Jay. Mu- how much closer to your wife did these books bring you? So here's a deal. <laughs> so, 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 she never read them. So here's the deal. She finished these books and we, we talked and we got to the end of it. And I would given her my theory, which I'm going to give to you in just a moment. That I, I, And she's like, I don't want you to read anything else of mine ever again. <laughs> Because, because you're just trying to take the fun out of them. But you do that with everything, man. Yeah, I can't, I can't help it. No, you you like find stuff that people like, and then you try to dissect it to a point where it shows them you're stupid for liking it, or this is why you're wrong for liking it. You know that. And then you uh, go, but I still love them myself. That's you know that's every like episode of House. Yeah. <laughs> you mean tell me that I'm House? Yeah. That's great. Basically. I'm basically no. The, House was a genius. You're just a dick. You sound like you just no, described House, House as a genius. House is a dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was a dick, but he was a genius. He knew his shit. Um, the was, things I'm going to tell you about Twilight right now. He considered himself a genius, but he was more yeah. of a dick. His peers considered him a genius as well. I, I don't think so. I, I fucking th- love that. Show. I think don't his peers dare, dare tarnish shit. Hugh Laurie's a god. Fuck off. Jesus Christ. Okay, I mean, you want to take his dick out of your mouth for a second? <laughs> like, Dr. House, please. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to call him Gregory. You can put that cane anywhere, sir. <laughs> oh, come on. Why do you guys always have to go to a dark place? You, you're the one. You are the one who basically was like, come here, Mr. House. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Dr. House. <clears throat> come here, Dr. House. You can put that cane anywhere. Oh, cat daddy. <laughs> yeah so uh juan to answer your question um so the twilight books take place over four books four four books and five movies um it tells the story of bella and edward uh, and how they fall in love and how there's a triangle um there's a third person in that triangle jacob the the werewolf so for a long time if, if you're not aware there's like team jacob team edward and team jacob and that's what that's that all stems from now the werewolves hated the vampires, right? They do. That's just you know that's just normal lore. If I'm being honest, if I'm being honest, Twilight had some good vampire lore. It's interesting. It's weird, sparkly shit, but it was interesting and unique <laughs> anyway. But so it's so, so glittery. So here here's my here's the my my argument for why Bella the antag- the protagonist and Edward the co protagonist, whatever that whatever you call them, were not ever actually in love with with each other. Um, so to understand, you need to understand that, that, uh, Edward was rescued by his adoptive father, Carlisle, who is a doctor and he works and he's also a vampire who works and he does works with blood all the live long day. Uh, in the twilight universe, young vampires are, have a hard time controlling themselves around blood. So if you're a newborn vampire, 
they just they don't put you around humans unless you're going to kill them because y- you will kill them. You have zero control. So Edward grows up to have a hero worship of of uh, his his adoptive father who works with blood and he wants to be able to control himself like that. So um, also in this universe, they have like blood types that uh, really kind of appeal to them. Right. It's just like I love hot Cheetos. Juan just likes food and Jay likes things that are also food. Um, <laughs> Edward finds a girl, Bella who is his particular bag of hot Cheetos. He's like, yes, I need to have that shit right now. And he attaches himself to her as a test to his own uh, fortitude to be like his hero, right? To be like his hero. Now, Bella, she she falls in love with him, but really she's trapped in the guise of the vampire. The Twilight vampires are uh, designed to lure you in so that they can kill you. So every, every, everything about them, exact words from the book, everything about them is designed to lure you in so they so you can die. Is that why they glitter? No. Yeah, yeah. probably. Shit. I mean. So shiny. <laughs> yeah. So, I love um, shiny stuff. Do you? My precious. So anyway, <laughs> um, so get to the third book where Edward leaves her and she's in withdrawal. So she's in withdrawal from the idea of like whatever that shit is that's making her want to be around Edward. Like she's in withdrawal. She's like a drug to her. And what by the time they get married and fall in love, love, I'm using air quotes here. She's addicted to the drug that is like, I'm going to possibly kill you at any moment now. And her brain has been wired that way to, to stay addicted. So the only person to actually love her was this werewolf kid. He grew up with her. He knew her. He tried to uh, befriend her. When he got, he broke her of like uh, of her um, her addiction, so to speak. Or he got her through her. Uh, what do you call it when the, when addicts try to get clean? Uh, withdrawal. Withdrawal symptoms. He he herped her through, and they kind of like had a peaking relationship. But then he fucking showed up again, right? So she just fucking shot up vampire juice again, and now she's all fucked up. Literally, not even a second thought. Gets on a motorcycle, rides away with Edward, right? So then, fast forward to the last book where um where where they they go to get married and bella gets pregnant and they have a baby oh now God. most people yeah I, I and maybe you heard this but most people go hey this fucking sicko werewolf is like imprinted on this little ass baby now that's werewolf or vampire the werewolf because werewolves do this imprinting thing wait, wait okay sorry what's this imprinting thing um it's only important to the story the fact that imprinting in the vampire world means that, or in the werewolf world means that, like, that's your soulmate. That's your person that you're meant to, to be with in any way, shape, or form. Now, because, like, the, all of the examples given in the book were, like, married couples, right? This, like, teenage vampire imprinting on a fucking eight-day-old baby is really fucking weird and creepy. Teenage werewolf. Yeah. You said vampire. That's yeah, why te- I got teenage, con- teenage werewolf. Sorry, sorry. So Taylor Lautner's character, a teenage werewolf, mm-hmm. imprinted himself in an eight-day-year-old. Yeah. Oh, that is fucking. Sick. It's weird. I mean, that is very Anne Rice right there too. But but the thing is, it wasn't explained very well. But ideally, it's like he he is just. It doesn't mean it has to be sexual in nature. It just means that he's gonna be there for them. Anyway, uh-huh. point is, here's why nobody loves anybody in in, in this book. Bella is addicted to whatever that drug is that Edward is pumping out to make her think she's going to die. He locks her brain that way when she becomes a vampire. Boom. There's no way she can actually love him. She's just addicted. Edward doesn't love her. He's just a conquest. He's, he's like, I need, to, I need to know that I can beat this shit. I need to know that I can have you around and not lose my shit. That's it. Just so I can be like, I can hero worship like my, my dad. So their, their relationship is built on absolutely fucking nothing 
other than the idea that she's supposed to die and he's just trying to be like his dad. Yeah, you should keep this a secret guilty pleasure. Yeah, I am uh, embarrassed for knowing you. You should be. You should yeah. be. I'm embarrassed for knowing that. It makes my second guilty pleasure seem like nothing. Wait, what was uh, your second guilty pleasure? Well, your first one didn't really count. Because uh, Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. I love that. Ready, set, the go. You like one scene in the movie? <laughs> no, I love the entire scene. DK, man. Drift, uh, Drift King. I, in fact, I think that is the best one out of the entire Fast and the Furious franchise, even though there's no Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, or anybody else. Vin but Diesel the characters that came out, out of that movie, like... Drift. Huh? Vin Diesel comes out at the end of Tokyo Drift. Yeah, he comes out at the end of Tokyo, and Hans comes back in, what, Fast and the Furious 7 or 9 or whatever? The only Fast and the Furious I saw was when Vin Diesel became Superman. He caught... Uh, he caught the, his girlfriend Letty in midair. Ah, uh, oh yes. Uh, from flying out of a car when I don't know how he fucking did it, but he caught her. He fucking landed, and his cape was flowing. And I think he grew hair for a moment in this scene <laughs> with I, the I, little curl yeah. in the forehead. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know. I think that was the Fast Six, Fast, uh, yeah, Fast Six, whatever, whatever one that was, where he just he was flying in the air. It was graceful. It was beautiful. Yeah, no, I I, I still think Tokyo Drift is the best one. That's the thing, man. It's the thing. I, I love it, and, and uh, but I mean, like those the movies again. I I don't know if this counts because the Fast and Furious fran- it's a franchise worth like billions of dollars. Yeah, but a, a lot of people discard Tokyo Drift as the worst movie in the franchise, and I actually think it's the best movie in the franchise. And I, I wish they would have carried on more on the the drift uh, lifestyle. Well, what, I mean, what I- do you? The Fast and the Furious movies are like big stunt cartoon movies, you know, like yeah. Um, Tokyo Drift, I think, because it's considered uh, the least the the least favorite because it it was before that time when uh, the Fast and the Furious movies just became outrageous, you know. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> they became. Is that what is that when they started to be outrageous? I think when it's they uh, once they brought back uh, Vin Diesel and uh, they brought in The Rock, that's when it just became this uh, this big cartoon. Like this, Vin Diesel uh, came back for Fast and the Furious 4. It, yeah, but they reintroduced him at the end of Tokyo Drift. Yes, they did. You know, the one thing I do appreciate about Fast and the Furious is that they, and you guys know I love time travel, is that their their timeline is all jacked up. Yeah, it is. So it's like, I think Fast Fast Tokyo Drift is like at the end of the series, right? Yeah, well, for, forget uh, forget about the, the whole timeline being jacked up. They bring people back from the dead like, like there's no tomorrow because... Letty had died, but she didn't die. She just got saved and had amnesia. Uh, Hans died in Tokyo Drift, but he's not—he's uh, not dead anymore because he came back in some sort of timeline jack up. Uh, It—it—it's it, it, ridiculous. You know, the fact that you know these little plot points is very impressive <laughs> for the it's Fast true. and Furious movies, <laughs> it's, and, uh, it's, and and it's coherent. Which you know, is, uh, <laughs> you know the the best thing about the the whole Tokyo Drift, and this is where you're gonna judge me for being a, a fat fuck, is that Hans is eating in almost every scene, man. Which I, one? Which one is Hans? Yeah, Hans is the silent uh, guy that takes uh, the uh, uh, the the American under his wing and teaches him how to drift. Who's the American? I don't know his name or character name, but he he's the main guy in the movie. Sure. Um, <laughs> Ludacris. 
No, Ludacris was, came out in uh, Too Fast, Too Furious. <gasps> Bow Wow. Uh, he was in Tokyo Drift, yes. Is he a, the American? No. <laughs> I don't think I know I'm what you're so talking confused. about anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm more confused American... with The Fast and the Furious than I was with Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Oh, man. You know you, you know what's really confusing? I'm going to go watch uh, Tokyo Drift. Oh, he's got, yeah, go brush up. But you know, you know what I find really, really confusing right now? TikTok. I love TikTok. Why? I don't, Why? What, what is a, it? What here's is the it? thing. I don't understand it. Uh, I think I described it to you as uh, Vine for today's generation. But after I started losing my weight and I couldn't eat and I can't eat a lot of the stuff I used to eat, I found food TikTok. And I mean, how many TikToks did you get from me about different types of food like the Cheeto burrito or the giant burritos and stuff like that. And I freaking loved it. Yeah. You send me every video that has a hot Cheeto in it <laughs> and I, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not mad. <laughs> no, but with TikTok, I, I went down a rabbit hole, a hole. And the thing is, I didn't care for it. I had downloaded the app when it first came out and I didn't understand it. So I, I deleted it. I removed it from my phone, but then my wife got into TikTok and we would lay in bed and she would be scrolling through TikToks and there was a uh, a, a person that she followed, uh, Hammy and Olivia, which are two cute little corgis. And I started like taking away her phone and watching all the videos of them. And she finally got upset and she's like, why don't you just download the app? So I downloaded it and I started following, following Hammy and Olivia and then I started going down the rabbit hole of different types of foods and... Um, different videos. Yeah, but well, why is it a thing? I don't, I don't understand. You, you, you said you describe it as Vine, but for the current generation. But like Vine was six, six seconds, and some of them were actually pretty clever. I don't think I find any TikToks to be very clever. Yeah, TikTok is, um, it's annoying to me. I, I feel like it's just kind of like a virtual vomit. You know, like people are just <laughs> people. Like it's for crazy people that that want to dance or like. Whatever the whatever else they're doing on TikTok, I don't know. Uh, they they uh, I don't know what it's called, but they sing without them singing. They're they're lip singing. Lip syncing, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Lip right. singing. Lip. Lip syncing. Uh, whatever. Yes. Um, they're they're doing they do that a lot. Um, and they do a lot of weird dances and or I they saw, provide updates on their life. I, I think it, I think it might have been college humor where I saw a video that said, "Is it a sign language or a TikTok dance?" Which uh, <laughs> <laughs> would be hilarious. Um, yeah, I don't. I mean, what from what I understand, I, well, I should say that there's an impressive piece to TikTok. But from what I understand, they bought uh, they bought the app Musically, which was a, an app where people would sing, would share their their they would lip sync or they would um, share their own music there. Uh, so you, you make a one minute video of you singing for whatever reason, someone thought it'd be a good idea to merge this with, uh, I don't know, some, their, their other company to make TikTok, which is now a phenomenon. Now, the impressive part as mentioning about TikTok is that is, isn't, I don't think TikTok itself, but it is their algorithm, the way they feed you content. And it's kind of, and it, it, um, it leads to what's called like shadow bands. Uh, What's a shadow, shadow ban is when you are being banned, but uh, you're not actually banned. And by that meaning, like the app itself is moving people away from your content on purpose and saying that it's not them, it's the algorithm. 
So the TikTok al- algorithm analyzes your watch pattern. So you on, you watch a lot of food TikToks. So they will they will shove food TikToks down your throat till the cows come home based on your swipe rate, mm-hmm. how how long you watch, if you watch the whole thing, if, you, if there's a particular user you watch more often, all to keep you in the app. Now, this uh now this like helps feed this helps feed you what what you want to see. So that means that if Jay got TikTok and you got TikTok, your TikTok feeds, your personal feeds look completely fucking different, which is nuts. Which is like Well, I figured they had some sort of algorithm because some of the videos that I see there's two, the following and then the for you page, correct? Mm-hmm. The for you page seems to be I would say 80% shit that I actually am interested in watching. And I figured it had a, they, they, they knew that because of how quickly I swipe or how much time I actually spend watching the entire video. Because now my TikTok is full with like, uh, did you know stories of Disney, haunted ghost stories, <laughs> oh, and food TikTok. So the thing that makes, go ahead, Jay. Oh, no, it, it's, it's scary. It, that, that's how they, that's how they, they get all this personal information about you. And then they just kind of like bombard you with like, uh, interests and commercials and uh, yeah, um, but it, it's not just TikTok though. It's everything. Well, we, we we discussed this in one of our past episodes. So have, have you guys seen the, the Social Dilemma? It's it's on Netflix. Have you guys Social seen Dilemma. Yeah, what is- it, it's it's a documentary about uh, just about this very thing about how Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, like all of these free services basically They're use not free. you. Yeah, I mean, you are you are the product that they are mm-hmm. selling, but in the in the social dilemma, they uh, personify or um, anthropomorphize it by they. If you watched Angel, uh, his son Connor, Connor, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's in this uh, he's in this, and he is the social media guy. He is the three versions of you. He's the guy trying to get you to engage with the app. He's the guy trying to keep you engaged with the app, and he's the guy who's sympathetic to keep you off of the app, right? To go, hey, I think you've been out here a little too long, and so like. Um, it's just crazy because like it's creating, I think, uh, like where Twitter, where people can kind of say whatever they want, you know, and it's out there for the world to see and creates a whole separate subculture. I think TikTok is becoming that, that thing where there's just a whole subculture of people who just kind of rely on TikTok for news for what's, what's going on in the world. And it's kind of scary to think that like a single app, which is so tailor made for an individual, you know, so talk about like confirmation bias, confirmation bias for for any one thing, right? Like, it's it's scary because you don't, you know, like you you don't know what kind of information is feeding people, you know. But didn't didn't you didn't you tell me that it it collects your information, but not like so uh, it's not. It, hey, this is Sean Cantley. This is user one three five seven two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I, I'll I'll send you guys a link later. But there's um. There's a there's a link that you can look at to look what all of the assumptions are based on your search patterns and search history uh, and your 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 web surfing mm-hmm. like all of the assumptions that Google makes about you based on that information. You know, I saw a TikTok about a person oh, that geez, went man. to this website <laughs> to look up their information. It didn't have their name, but it had like their accurate age, likes, dislikes, uh, uh, political affiliations, and and shit like that. And they were talking about how scary accurate the shit was. Yeah, I mean, um, at that they're just trying to hook you, you know. They're trying to hook you. And I, I saw that documentary, and I, I think it ended with like a, there was like a protest, and 
mm-hmm. like different people were getting different information. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, in fact, it, it was from Facebook and Facebook was feeding people who basically like was, who wanted to tear down one side. They were getting information that helped support that They're you know, and then the other side was getting information to help support their beliefs without getting any real information. So like fake news is a thing, you know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, t- and it's tailor made just for you just to help and, you know, uh, to help incite kind of whatever, whatever thing is going on in the world. You know, so it's like, where do you get real news from anymore? Like, you know, if TikTok is is tailor made to fit your experience and your biases, what stops it from like controlling, you know, subsects of the of the the culture and, and the country? You know, I I don't want to get too I don't want to get too political, but uh, that let's get political then. <laughs> that that's the the issue that I I was telling my wife with uh, with our our previous president that. It, it got to a point where I didn't realize anymore what was made up and what was true because the people that were true loyalists to him really believed the stories that that he or his side fed him because there was um, the their media that supported all those theories and QAnon and all that shit. And then you had the media that I subscribed to, like, debunking or going against it so i was beginning to wonder in my own head which one's really telling the truth Mm -hmm. in fact during the impeachment trial or hearings uh i started going with the way that the videos that his lawyers how they edited it i started wondering well are are we as bad i mean i i think that's the problem with not just social media but the internet anybody has a forum now to really corrupt the truth well you know everyone thinks that they're right you know and they look for people with the similar beliefs so that Mm -hmm. supports their their theory that they're right you know so um yeah (coughs) it's it's just kooky it it, it really is kooky man yeah yeah i I think i mentioned a couple episodes ago like in the tech community if you search on youtube you, you can find um you can find an opinion that fits you know like i i i don't think that folding foes in the future and i can find I can find millions of YouTube videos that help support that while there's millions out there that help kind of speak to the contrary. <laughs> I think um, for me, the thing that, uh, you know, is TikTok the future of, of me of social media. Like, it, is this is this what we're going to quite some time, though? But is this what like the other ones are going to evolve into? Because, I mean, look at look at I mean, MySpace. Oh, no, not MySpace, but Facebook. <laughs> right. Facebook has stories. Instagram has stories. Stories started at stories started in uh snapchat mm-hmm. right and now those things are here so now snapchat stories ha- are now like over a minute and so you can do those things on instagram and you could you used to be able to do that before but now you have instagram tv mm-hmm. so is it instagram and um facebook owned by the same company yeah mark facebook yeah <laughs> mark facebook yeah so it's like what's the what's the i mean What's the future of social media? Is it is it to just live in a world where they just their goal is just to keep you uh, stuck to their connected app? to the oasis? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you uh, know, it's the Matrix. <laughs> you know, uh, you brought up uh, uh, Instagram TV, but I found some shows on Snapchat because I have the the guilty pleasure of <laughs> just, of sitting sitting down and just scrolling through Snapchat on the and, throne. Yeah, on the throne and <laughs> and TikTok and there was uh, I didn't realize that Snapchat did TV shows or episodes. 
Uh, and I got into a show that I'm waiting for season two to start. Oh, jeez, man. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I personally, um, personally, I don't understand why TikTok is a thing. Um, I'm all for. I think I, I think I would like TikTok a lot better if it had evolved to be like uh, to be like Vine, where like you only had. But six, Vine's gone now, right? It, it is gone, and you know what? You know what's really sad is that uh, I was I was listening to a podcast about um, the future of like of of social media. It's it's called Genius Bar. It's by this it's by this guy who became like a famous Apple leaker. Anyway, but they're talking about uh, Vine, and so Vine died, and then someone tried to bring it back as a new. As a as a new uh, thing, but by the time they had done it, they'd already been outgunned by like every other social media platform, right? Well, because isn't that what happened with MySpace? MySpace like was the shit. Then Facebook came on, and then they revamped MySpace to like a music type of site. Or yeah, I, well, also I Mark think... Zuckerberg uh, fucked up Tom, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he was like, He's hey, like "Fuck get you, the Tom! Fuck out of here, Tom!" He knifed the shit out of that guy. <laughs> but you know what? Um, I had a pretty kick-ass uh, MySpace thanks to Jayco. I had like Superman logos dropping and and different videos playing. I I honestly don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, the my, MySpace was an absolute nightmare. It was uh, I, I, towards the end. You know, you just had if you open someone's page, eight, top six, top twenty, yeah, top one hundred. I mean, it was like a virtual peachy folder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then you know, if you open the wrong person's page, it took hey, because this is all on dial-up, mind you. It it uh, take it could take up to five minutes to open someone's page because fucking they have midis and mm. ro- rolling photos and all kinds of crazy shit happening in the background. And I'm like, you know what? I just I quit. Yeah, when when MySpace was a thing, that's when Jay and I were roommates, and he had gotten good at like copying and pasting the code into the thing. So I had like. He had jazzified my page with like different uh, rolling photos, uh, changed my top six to like top 20. Um, it, why, why would you want like like why would you just need why would you want to gratify that many people to think that they were that important dude, to you? I, I got into fights <laughs> with people because they weren't on my top like eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. The things that mattered back then. And, you know, the funny thing is that like um, – that TikTok will never, will never, will never. The TikTok generation will never understand that that struggle of like, am I, am I in their top ten? Well, did that, did I know, make that, it? That's a good thing. That's that's actually a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the top, the top ten, top. It started off as top six, and it kept on evolving. Yeah, but that that's a dark point in our generation's history, I guess. <laughs> I feel it? like that's the starting point of like. Uh, Virtual depression, you know, that's where people started being self-conscious. I'm not in their top six anymore. Yeah. That's true. That's that's true. It's very very true. Then you would go and complain on AIM about it because uh, <laughs> <laughs> because we couldn't text each other. Is AIM still a thing? Uh, no, they shut down AIM not that long ago. Like uh, I want to say a, a year or two ago. Dude, I want to see the people that are still using it. Does. <laughs> <laughs> Just eight people still. Uh, those I, I have to assume they're pedophiles. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sitting in some chats. They're, a, they're all a, calling a, each other gross. Through yeah, <laughs> in an internet cafe somewhere, trying to lure people over. You're gross, oh. man. <laughs> yeah, it's like no, you're you're the gross. You're still on here. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I think uh, guys, I, I think we come up on time. I think we come up. Juan, are, are you done? Yeah, uh, I think I'm done. <laughs> you, know, uh, I'm. I'm glad you sound so committed to it. Well, everybody, uh, thank you for listening. 
what's what's one of your guilty pleasures? And are you trying to get TikTok famous? Uh, let us know. We want to hear about it. Juan, tell them where they can tell us. Uh, you can tell us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, just follow us at INCYC Show. Uh, you could also email us some of your suggestions or comments or a stronger word letters at uh, INC, show at gmail.com or just plain yell at us or make fun of the fact that I can't put one word or two words together uh, by leaving us a voice message at the link in our show notes. Uh, lastly, uh, we have merch. Uh, get your very own I'm Not Crying, You're Crying shirt. Uh, just follow the link in our show notes. Uh, Sean, Jay, have a good night, guys. <laughs> good night. Good night, See everybody. Week. Good night. Penis. Yeah, you would. You would. Is it pendulettes? <laughs> In your mouth.